What's good, y'all? It's your boy P. I'm back with my co-host Law. We got a special guest for y'all today. My boy Twan the God. We yeah. back on the hood. Scholars, you dig? Back another week, you know what I'm saying? Another good, you know what I'm saying? Dropping some knowledge on you, boy, you know what I'm saying? Another interview, you dig? And here we got a special. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a special interview here. Once again, my boy Twan the God. Introduce yourself. Where you from? What it do? I'm Twan the God. I'm from Twan. I'm from Fairville, North Carolina. I've been out here for about four years now. Yeah. Making moves, coming up. Tell the folks everything that you do. Yeah, how long you been in the game? I've been in the music industry professionally. I say, shit, since I moved here, I've been doing music all my life, like producing and recording. I used to be an artist, but then I moved here and I just started focusing on producing. Why did you stop being an artist? That shit takes way too much money. <laughs> so I was like, shit, I just want to make money. So I started producing, started selling beats. Well, first I had to get a buzz first before I can really start selling beats, but... After I got my buzz up, like I did a lot of work with Scotty ATL when I first got here. I was working under Corey Moe, and I engineered for a whole lot of people, like Jazzy Faye. That's when actually I forgot. That's how I met you. Yeah, the Corey Moe's. That's crazy. But so, like, <laughs> how, how long into your uh, career as an artist did you decide that it wasn't necessarily for you? Like, how many years have you been doing it? Well, I say after. I was in Arizona for two years before I moved here. So it was like after a year of being down here, that's when I was like, I ain't doing it no more. I'm just going to focus on producing. What was the scene like in Arizona? Because people don't talk like Arizona. Yeah, I, I don't Arizona. Arizona. Is it, but I said, no, man, it's just Arizona is actually cool. There's a lot of shit going on. He's got a big circle on the scene. Yeah, there's a new dude that just dropped a song. He got that Roxanne song. Okay, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. he from Arizona. Rocks and yeah, Rocks and, oh, yeah. They yeah, just blessing on TikTok. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he just blew up with that. And uh, Sway Lee just did a remix with. Him. Oh, that's all. But there's a lot of artists out there. I know Kid E got an artist out of there. Name? What was his name? V the Ruler, I think his name was. But uh, who you working with? Who I'm working with right now? I've been doing a lot of R and B stuff with Kissy Lee. She's a upcoming R and B artist. She's been she got had a song on the radio called Close That Door. Okay. And then like for the last two years she had songs, Christmas songs on the radio during Christmas time. Uh with Kiki White and Jack Weeks. Yeah, that let us know. Yeah, that let us know. I listen to that show a lot. What made you decide to jump from rap and then start producing into R and B? Or like, well, it? I already did R and B. Like, you, did, you made R and B music as an artist. No, well, I kind of did, but I was like T Pain in it. <laughs> but I was a rapper mostly. Uh, rapper times. I just had you know, <laughs> LL Cool J tight tracks. Man, you know, switch it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give respect to the OGs in the game. Who, who would you say is like one of your most uh, favorite frequent frequent collaborators? Frequent, like production wise, mm, production and from an artist standpoint. It's like engineering too. Yeah, because like engineering, yeah, yeah. I mix, master all that. For sure. And I own the studio. I fucking just what is called plugged in studios. Okay, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that's where they uh, shoot Dirty Bug. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Yeah, how you get how you get locked in with them? Uh, Corey Moe, Spot, Mad Studios, ATL. I was in there for 
So that's where you found your like found your like roots in, in Atlanta. Yeah, okay. working there, and then like I started engineering there, and then I moved in there because it was a house studio. So I ended up living there for a while until I moved out on my own again. Yeah, I know Pierre and um, yeah, Nuni came out of there too. Yeah, a lot of Metro Boomer came out of there. A lot of people came out of there. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite record right now? That you got our favorite record that I produced. Yes. Uh, I just did some new R&B stuff with uh, Kissy mm-hmm. Lee that really go hard. Which so you locked in with Kissy Lee for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm like explain these folks. Okay. How, how <laughs> like What type of way? What, what type of relationship gets you so in the door with Kissy Lee? Like that? Can you explain to the people? I just, I'm just good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm I'm saying. Like, I'm real fast at engineering, quick with the keys. I, I have artists sound the way they want to sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, I must be good friends. So, other than Kissy Lee, who's somebody else that you work with uh, from time to time? Uh, I work with Kiki Wyatt. Um, I've been working with OMB PZ a lot. Oh yeah, I, I like your sound. I like your sound. Uh, a couple of records I got out with. I got one with Jada Youngin called No Pen No Pad, co-produced by my dog Shaz, the producer for France. Yeah. How you wanna go with somebody from from France? He just DM me one time and then yeah, I cool. ran into him <laughs> at, at Defiant. Studios. So you're not already getting in contact with Yeah. Sure. And uh we I was at Sukiana listening party a couple years ago and ran into him. And then we ended up linking at my studio and then JD Young actually came to my studio and recorded it when I gave him a beat. So you 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 seem a bit more personal but than a lot of other business owners. So like what is it that that you find about being personable works for you versus being like closed off and then like where people can hit your phone and nobody can't get in contact with you to work. Uh man, you gotta make yourself available if you wanna come up in the game. If you try to exclude yourself like you too good there. A lot of people ain't even gonna wanna work with you because you feel like you're better. Yeah. I learned that a lot watching other people work. But um I always like to be in the studio with cats and uh and engineer, I just fall in love with that shit. It's just like the whole science. Do you like engineering more than producing? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm about to say, I, I like I, mean, I like that. I like, I like mixing money. just as much as producing though. <laughs> yeah. But and only if the, the vocals money. are recorded. There. But even if the vocals aren't recorded, there, I can still make them sound good. Yeah, for sure. What's your mixing mastering rates? My mixing mastering rates. Well, my mixing rate is three hundred. <laughs> and my mastering rate is hey, just a hundred. If you see your spin that guap, yeah. And for all independent artists, I do exclusive leases for uh, not leases, but exclusives for uh, five hundred. That's being five hundred. Yeah, five. This man told me my prices up. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about established producers putting like beats and stuff like that on uh, YouTube? Do you feel like it's counterproductive? Um, I don't know. I ain't never been the type to put a lot of beats on YouTube. I feel like people just wanna take your stuff. Well, it really don't matter because your name getting heard, so a lot of artists gonna like your tag and all that stuff, and they're probably gonna come to you. So it's probably some goods and bads to it. Mm-hmm. 
But as long as uh, we got serious artists that's going to take care of their work and handle the business, hit you up for real and take care of everything, that's the only good thing about it. Like, I know King Drum Dummy, I think his name is. He be getting a lot of placements off YouTube. That's how he started, I think. What are some of the biggest records that you mix? I mixed. Or um, mastered. Mixed and mastered. Either I one. just did Young know, LA new single. I got it with produced by Zaytoven. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, who else? I did. Man, I got bad memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I done. Shit, it's so so you just be working like that? Yeah. Okay. Like, like, her splitter, her splitter, her splitter. Non-stop. I got records to mix now. I know recently you got a relationship with a YFN camp, a YFN fat. Can you tell me how that relationship started? Uh, actually, it was uh, one of my business partners that work in the same facility mm-hmm. with me. Uh, he does digital marketing, and he works with their camp. And uh, he just referred him to our studio. They started coming and started building my personal relationship with him. Yeah. I just had a session with him this week. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have their uh, studios in Buckhead and Midtown, things of that nature. What was it about the West End, for, for an industrial in particular, that made you decide to go start your business up over there? It really was uh, an easy access opportunity for us because, my, uh, like I said, my business partner, that does the marketing, he already had the building. And you know, he had the space and everything. So we like, shoot, we might as well just put a studio in there. And then he's part of DGB also, so it just made sense. You wanna shout him out real quick? Yeah, my dog Speedy, hit him up, Supreme Market. Show sure. that digital marketing. Shout out to Speedy, man. What are some uh, people he's done marketing for? The records on uh, shoot. He been in the game for decades, so he he be working too. Uh, he got plaques for Nelly, for Tidal, uh, Kiki Wyatt, uh, Lucci, Young Dolph. He's uh, key to the streets, yeah. right? Yeah, key to the street. Mm-hmm. Also, um, what's it? Uh, the Made in Tokyo. Yeah, Uber everywhere. Yeah. And they did that too. Oh, yeah. you know, I like that joint. I like that mm-hmm. What are some mistakes that you made early on in your career? Um. Not follow my dreams sooner. Like I, I wish I would have moved to Atlanta right after high school. I think I'd be way further than I am now. What are some things that stop you? Family. I had a family at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> so I, nah, I stayed down. Took care of mine. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's a real one. So sure, so. Sure. Uh, also, I seen you been like in and out of um, different events around Atlanta. But specifically at uh, dinners like the ATL Top 20 dinner, you've been like having a back and forth relationship with you. Oh, yeah, that's my brother, really. Um, We did the VVS record together. He like put the whole thing together. We linked up one night. I produced the beat. He actually asked a whole lot of producers to do the beat before me because it's like a remake of that old Mercedes record. Yeah, I ain't gotta say it too much. Yeah. yeah, so we linked up one night. I think it was after the club too. But yeah, it was at Escobar Lounge and then we went back to the studio at Corey Moe's. And uh, yeah, just put it together. That's and tough. then uh, he just collected all the verses and stuff for it. Because he does the ATL Top 20. Uh, record distribution. Yeah. What do you feel like? Why is ATL Top 20 so important in 2020? 
Because you want all the DJs to have your record and all the clothes be playing your shit, you you gotta do that. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. So if you're not tapped in with ATL Top 20, you feel like you can't like reach the places that you're trying to go? If you're in this area, I feel like, yeah. Okay. Because I didn't see a whole lot of people that will raise up from it, like Little Donnie. Yeah. And, uh, like, well, it's little bam, yeah. I feel like bank from bankroll Freddy kind of like the way yeah. he rose up mm-hmm. quick because I was seeing his other name like a few months ago before I really knew who he was or had heard yeah. the record. So, yeah, they out there doing it. Well, see, he was blowing up for their blood, just pay attention when they propose it. Yeah, like a lot of artists, if they're serious, they're gonna take their money to ATL Top 20 and uh get that ultimate package because that, that shit worked. Okay, for <laughs> sure. So my boy Parker was telling me that you you had like kind of like a I don't want to say double life, but you before you was a musician, <laughs> yeah, you was a musician, you used to do other things, you know what I'm saying? We all had double life. other things, yeah. other hobbies and stuff like that. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What are you talking about? I got double life. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking about it. You talking about? man got two personalities. This man snap. Oh, I mean, I, I got a little temper and stuff. Like, <laughs> nah, I used to do security, though. <laughs> but um, I, I don't want to say I was a split person. This man was like, he's like, beating Nah, I was Nah. Chill, I, I be chill most of the time, so, like, I don't know. What's some things that might set you off? Uh, fire if I'm in a bad mood and I don't feel like being talked to and people constantly trying to have a conversation or something. <laughs> what about actually, like, what's, some pet, what's some studio uh, pet peeves? Really, I just hate how niggas don't respect my shit. Like, <laughs> if you're in my right? studio, respect my equipment. Like, don't be putting your wet drinks on the desk because that shit don't work the desk. Like, get a coaster or something. And don't be trying to sit on the desk, man. We got chairs all over the place. Don't be doing that. Don't dump ashes on the floor. We got ashtrays. We ain't smoke already, so you should be considerate of that. What's your opinion of people that smoke cigarettes in the studio? No, we don't. We don't do cigarettes in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Most studios, you can't. You gotta go outside. You smoke all the weed you want. Most cigarettes. Cigarettes. You gotta go outside and smoke cigarettes. Sure, I think it's time for this and that, though, bro. This is a segment, this or that, where we ask the guests of the show, you know what I'm saying, choose one or the other. Take it or leave it. This or that. So the first one I got for you, right, is What's Gucci or T.I.? Gucci or T.I. I always listen to T.I. So dropping Gucci? Uh-huh. So you dropping Gucci? What do you mean dropping? I'm saying you got to take one, leave one, I right? Mean, I don't like what the game we like. Oh, I don't know. I mean, to me, their careers were different. Like, T.I.'s career was like, I think he went farther up than Gucci did. Commercially? Yeah, yeah. commercially. Yeah. Gucci went hard, though. Like, he got a lot of records I like, but to me, T.I. was just that dude. I get that. Like, he took that shit. He didn't really, like, play with it. He just took that shit. He said, I'm the king. Machine or F.L.? <laughs> you know, I fuck with both of them, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, take really, one one, man. I, I'm really fucking with that machine right now, though. Hey, you switched to the other side, bro. 
What's so special about machine right now? Bruh, that shit, you can do a whole lot of crazy shit on that bitch, bro. That's a real ass producer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, like, chopping samples is easy as fuck because you, like, putting each part of the beat on a different pad, so it's, like, crazy. And then you just got, like, this shit called chord mode. You can set up on a drum machine, like, you can choose the key, you can choose the type of chords you're looking for, and then it'll be in the past already. Yeah, be down there making you a computer. I uh, know. <laughs> but it come with a program for the computer, so it's like, this shit dope as fuck. And then with the keyboard part, because you know the machine got the native instruments, complete keyboard, and you can put that shit in easy mode and make all the white keys, the right keys to press for the chords, so you can never get a wrong note. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's sick. <laughs> Especially for a nigga don't know how to play keys. Here's a downside question. You got spicy and mild peach drink versus lemonade. Spicy and mild. Spicy or mild. You're talking about peach drinks. Yeah. Peach drink and lemonade. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna do mild. Well, I ain't going with mild, man. I don't really like spicy like that. I mean, I can eat it. I do like lemon pepper hot, though. Yeah, put sprinkle on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, Real ones know about that. You feel me? Yeah, I like. I don't drink peach. You don't do peach, bitch. Nah, I do the Arnold Palmer. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, disappointing, bro. The, the tea and the lemonade mix. Yeah, I know. I know. That shit good as fuck. Every time I had an opportunity to get a peach drink, I get it every time. That's just special. Yeah. Law, you got something for me? But I like to mix all the bitches together. Really, though, when I'm in. Yeah, yeah. That's your bus. Hey, look, man. That's it. It's sweet as fuck, though. Can you give me some words to live by? What are some words that you live by? Um, I live by never give up, stay focused, stay consistent, and don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Because you can do anything you want to do, just put your mind to it. I just keep going. Did you? Even if you fail at something, just keep going. Just uh, you always come back around. If you don't get it one way, you can get it another way. Facts, facts. Did you ever imagine yourself to be a business owner or in a, owning a studio, having done you know successful records and things of that nature? Being uh, somebody in Atlanta. At first, I did, but I just after a while, I just felt like it was coming because all the people I was around and it just the circles just kept getting bigger with the right people. So I just felt like it was coming already. I still think I got a lot more that's coming. So, facts, facts, facts. You, you just you just getting started. Yeah, facts. So look, on this show, it's called Other Scholars, and we have this thing it's called Open Letters to the People. So with that being said, you have the opportunity to talk to your fans, your haters, whoever you feel like you just need to tap in with, facts. give them a, like you know sincere sentimental message. The floor is not yours. <laughs> a sentimental message. It don't be so, it, it's, however you feel. I mean, I don't really care for haters or nothing, man. I just stay focused on what I got going. I don't really pay attention to what nobody else doing. Because, you know, if it don't involve me or if it ain't making me money, it ain't got nothing to do with me. So, but. What would you say to some people that's out there looking up to you? I would say stay focused. Don't give up on what you want. And um, build up your relationships. That's important for you. Making good relationships. Yeah, networking. Hey, man. <laughs>
It's been your boy Lord Outlaw, and you have now watched another episode of Hustle. 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 Hustle